Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. It's another matriculation of Springboard, your virtual university. This is session seven of entrepreneurship and business growth. And today we look at public relations and corporate communications. And it promises to be inspirational and mentally stimulating. Springboard is put together by Legacy and Legacy, your number one choice for world-class corporate training and your superstition joy 99.7 FM. It is proudly sponsored by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. We are also privileged to enjoy media support from the Business and Financial Times and Graphic Business, as well as technology backing from Dream Oval. Talking about Dream Oval, good evening, Derry Dindazi, CEO of Dream Oval. Today is your birthday. Enjoy this one, and God bless you. My name is Albert Okran, and I'm here with my virtual academic board comprising the boss herself, Comfort, along with Matthew and Amos. From now till you graduate at 8 p.m., get ready because your personal value will shoot up. Springboard virtually connects a network of CEOs, business executives, corporate decision makers, and the most influential emerging leaders every Sunday evening on a journey of personal improvement. Our quest is simple, to equip a new generation of African leaders and executives using this medium of human capital development. And so far in this series on entrepreneurship and business growth, we've done six sessions. We've done an overview of entrepreneurship, idea generation and concept development. We've done the profile of an entrepreneur. We've done why businesses feel. It was a very stimulating discussion. Why businesses feel. And guess what? One of the key lessons was insurance. And for those who didn't insure after that, the the, the flats were a stark reminder of the losses that could come when businesses do not insure. We also talked about financing startups and SMEs. And the last week was that discussion on corporate decision making. This is the seventh session in the series and against the backdrop of recent developments in the media space, what is public relations really all about? Who qualifies to speak for the government, the party or the corporate organization? And what are the key steps involved in managing a communication crisis or any crisis of any kind? Who speaks first? Who should not speak? And what happens when different officials from the same entity are contradicting themselves on different platforms. I, I, I once heard somebody say, he's not authorized to speak, in fact, he's lying. Are we allowed to say that? Let's find out from the experts. And our discussion tonight is on corporate communications and public relations. And you just don't want to leave your radio set because today we'll find out some very, very key lessons. Joining me tonight for this very instructive discussion, uh, Adiki Ophebia ITV. She's a senior director, communications and external relations of Newmont Africa. And Elaine Samkwam is the president of the Ghana Institute of Public Relations. And they have the answers to the questions that we are asking. Let me greet them first and then probably go to give us our commitments and then we come back and settle down for the main discussion. Good evening, Elaine and Adiki. Good evening, Albert. Thanks for making time to be here. Did, did you have a rehearsal? This is PR people speaking. Maybe you rehearsed how to respond. It was no. almost like synchronized swimming. No. <laughs> Today, I, I must be of good behavior no. because I'm sitting with experts in communications. But we have real questions and, and, and we want real answers. But let me just open by asking, is it, is it 
a subject that we should be discussing at a time like this. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, Elaine, sure. why is this so critical at a time like this? If you look at the conditions in which we find ourselves in our country, I think that um, a lot of complaints and uh, the um, dissatisfactions being expressed by people tell you that communication is not going as well as it ought to. I think that people are asking for answers. They don't seem to be getting any, or what they get is not what they expect. Whichever way you look at it, there seems to be a disconnect between people and two sets of communicators, let me put it that way. Right. So messages appear either to be getting lost or being misunderstood. That gives you a general sense of uh, laid back, lack of interest, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me warm the, 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 the situation with Adiki. Adiki, do you think that we probably have underrated the need for professionals in this field? Well, I was, I think so. Typically, everybody thinks um, we all can practice PR. Once you, once you can talk, you can talk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> once to your point, yes, I can talk, so I can talk, but PR involves, or public relations practice involves more than that. It's um, understanding um, what your stakeholders um, need, what the issues are, understand um, the business or the organization's um, point, understand um, what people, the stake, what you call, sometimes call your stakeholders, what are they interested in, what concerns them, and be able to address those issues. But it's not just addressing the issues in, um, in a vacuum. It's to be able to come with an informed opinion, an informed message. And so if you don't agree or not, okay, so Albert comes to me and says, I have an, have an issue with the business. What's your issue? And without talking to executives or managers in the business to understand what is the issue, what is the message we give, and you go out there and talk. Then you get what you said in the introductory remarks where we have people saying different things and right. conflicting messages. We'll be settling down to break those things, those issues apart and and find out the way forward. But let me just... I have made a, a, a commitment with our listeners that the whole year there are five commitments that we must all keep and the five commitments I want to remind our listeners of the commitments for the year 2015 the first is to read a good book a month I hope that my guests read good books at least one a month the second is to attend personal development interventions the third one is to sign up to the Springboard SMS Academy and to receive one instructional tip a day the fourth is to prepare a 20 year plan and the fifth is to deliberately build social equity, to deliberately connect to people who can add value to your life. These are the five commitments we've made. And at the beginning of the year when we made these commitments, it was a time when people were talking about the fact that New Year resolutions are very fleeting. And so here at Springboard, we made a commitment that will remind ourselves the whole year of these five things so that people don't forget them, so that we don't forget the promises we made. So these are the five commitments. And by the way, talking about the Springboard SMS Academy, I always give you the tip for that particular day. At least you will get 52 in a year if you don't get all 365 on your phone. And the tip for today is business secret number 14. Since we are doing business secrets in this month of June. And the business secret number 14 is don't make big business decisions when you are emotional, excited, or angry. Don't make big business decisions when you are emotional, 
excited or angry. The alternative is to seek expert counsel and once you have all the advice of the experts to take decisive action. I'll find out from my from my guests whether they've had experiences that confirm what I'm saying about making big decisions when you are excited, emotional or angry. Let me take a break now and acknowledge our sponsors on this show. Springboard is brought to us by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank and Omega Capital. Talking about EcoBank, many congratulations to EcoBank Ghana's customers, shareholders and staff as the bank celebrates 25 very successful years of operation. Like the proverbial mustard seed, EcoBank Ghana in 25 years has transitioned from the smallest bank in the country to the largest bank by deposits, profits, total assets, revenue and loans as of December 2014. Indeed, this is a testament to the values of hard work, dedication, diligence and the heights to which the African is able to soar. The bank currently operates a network of 80 branches, 195 ATMs, numerous point of sale and various e-banking platforms. In addition to its significant contribution to the country's economy and society, Ecobank Ghana has established a reputation of excellence among industry watchers both domestically and internationally. In marking its 25th anniversary, Ecobank Ghana also wants to express its sincere appreciation and thanks to all its customers, shareholders and staff. We couldn't have achieved all this without you. Ecobank indeed is the Pan-African Bank. But should we make business decisions when we are emotional, excited, or angry? That is a tip. It says don't make decisions when you are you are emotional, excited, or angry. Let's find out from Elaine. Elaine, is it true that you shouldn't make big decisions when you are emotional, excited, or angry? And why? I wouldn't. And I wouldn't recommend anybody did that. Why? History is replete with people making emotional decisions and getting things wrong. What comes to mind readily right now is Mrs. Kennedy when the president died and she vowed that she wouldn't go into a relationship again. She did. Usually when you are in that state, you mention emotional. It means you are not stable. So there's every chance that whatever decision you take will not be stable. Right. But in our profession, in PR, whatever decision you take has to be enduring. Otherwise, if you make one commitment, don't keep it, and another, you are just undermining your own credibility. Right. After some time, nobody will take you seriously. So I would say when you are emotional, don't make a decision. Right. You are the president of the Institute of Public Relations. So just for to well, set us going. I, I, I am, us. but I'm not the teacher. I'm not the school teacher. No, but, but, but I was just going to ask you, what is, what, is, what is PR? We talk about the word, what exactly is PR? And, and, and is, is it the same as corporate communication? I mean, we use these words interchangeably, spokesperson, corporate communicator, PRO. We throw these words about what exactly do they mean? I think in part you've actually answered the question. We'll come to that, where you want to avoid confusion. You must define the role and name it appropriately. Don't talk about spokesperson and this and the person is a PR person, that's what they are. If they communicate for, say, investor relations, that's what they are. But PR itself is a management function. That we have to know, first of all. It evaluates public attitudes. It identifies the policies and procedures of an individual or organization with the public interest. And then it plans and executes a program of action to end public acceptance. So it's it's all mainly about you and the process of getting the public to accept what you do. Right. In, 
and and we we'll call it the same as we use corporate communication director of corporate would you call adiki a pr person adiki is a, at least i know <laughs> i know i just want to know so i don't go around i, calling I know she's a pr person right. she may be a corporate communicator depending is, is, on they, the job are they, title are, are they different let me if you is go PR through, the broad function and then corporate communications and execution a, a specific execution of it Actually, some textbooks use it interchangeably. Right. Some textbooks would identify investor relations, public relations, um, employee relations, mm -hmm. marketing relations, and as it were, merge them into one corporate communication. So would you say that corporate communication is the umbrella and, and public relations is Some part, textbooks will put it that way. In my case, because I have mainly worked with institutions that recognize the title public relations manager, I have never had to deal with that, but I've had to read about it. And this is what you see. Some use com corporate communicator, you know. So I think there's some flexibility here, seemingly. But I see more of trying to merge all those who speak for the company at various occasions together as corporate communicators. Right. Adiki, do you find that it, there is th that, that thin line or that confusion in the corporate space? Well, I think it um, depends on who is looking at it. Um, Elaine and I had a, a quick chat around that before we came in, and I was telling her that typically I would see the, the, the umbrella title as public relations. But when people are operating from a corporate point of view, they would want to call it at corporate communications. And why would they do that? Um, some practitioners have defined corporate communication as trying to harmonize the communication between your internal stakeholders and your external stakeholders. So if you're in a, a corporate institution, you have employees. There's an issue you want to, let's assume you're talking about your business performance, you will communicate to your employees. You also have, you have stakeholders or publics or audience who are out there who also want to know about how your business is performing, like um, your shareholders, customers, um, government, um, general public. So you give them some message, but you want to make sure that the message is aligned. So you talk about that harmonization between both your internal and your external um, communications. But I um, typically see it as um, just um, a word that people, practitioners in the business space would use, uh, refer to their practice of public relations as corporate communication. Even though some institutions will refer to public relations as the external facing bit of communication so when they're dealing with say the media with government they prefer to that as public relations some may even say public affairs when they're dealing with government and when they're dealing with internal people then they may say internal communication employee communication but at the end of the day it's all about as you says a management function you're thinking about you have stakeholders you want to build relationships with those stakeholders because you think that that relationship has to be mutually beneficial so i'll bet you my stakeholder outside the business i need to build a good relationship because you have an interest in my my business's performance i need to build a good relationship with my employees by the end of the day the reason for that building of a good relationship is to ensure that the business remains successful because without those stakeholders you probably don't have a business 23 minutes past the hour of seven. If you just joined us, it's a discussion on public relations and, by extension, corporate communications with my guests, Adiki Aitibi and Elaine Sam Kwame. We're trying to open up the subject and, and, and get an understanding of the various keywords and what they mean. But, I mean, across, in various spaces, you hear PR people being described as spin doctors. I mean, 
even in very serious disc- references, people say the PR guys will sort it out. Are they? Are, are you? Are you hired to bring polish over debt, as it were, Elaine? Is that is that oh, a, is that, a, is that an unspoken function? Polish over debt. What happens? Slide drizzle and it wears off. Right. So everybody will see the face. So why don't you let people see the face as it is? You see, this whole idea of PR being spring doctors, I think, has some history. Before any subject becomes is structured well enough for study, you have all kinds of people claiming to be authorities and doing practicing the profession the way they deem fit. Now, depending on the kind of people who start and the kind of reputation they get, you may carry some of these things along with time. But to my mind, if the truth, right, if the truth is compromised in PR, then there's no PR at all. Spain doctors will always remain Spain doctors. But, but, let's see, but they will not be PR persons. You see, when you've got... Let's, let's have a typical example. What can I give you? The floods. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've, we've had floods. That is what we've had. You can't say that there was a, a slight drizzle and they were floods because the weather people told us they, they gave us the, um, the measurements of the rainfall and this, I think, is one of the heaviest we've had. But if you look at people trying to up, give reasons, you know, as to why there ought to be floods, you know, some are saying that uh, the gutters are choked, something that there's construction at the circle, something, everybody's giving reasons. Some people even think that it's evil people who are the cause of the floods. But what is the true state? You mentioned earlier on the fact that you should not take decisions when you are emotional. Now, I don't see how any profession that has to be practiced with your hair screwed right can be called spinning. If you don't come out and tell people specifically the reasons why there has been flats and what is being done to address it, you lose credibility. But people say that the truth sometimes hurts and it could hurt the organization. I will say the truth hurts all the time. And to that point, there was some, um, I think it was, was it Coca-Cola? The, you know, in their rivalry with um, Pepsi, right. they had wanted to change their formula at a point, at, at some point in history. Now, the communication didn't go very well with consumers because they thought that Pepsi was actually making inroads into their market. What they found was that they did a test, all right, Consumers appeared to be happy with what they were tasting. But then they started marketing and everybody was complaining, where's our cook? Because they thought they were just being asked to taste something. They didn't know that they were being asked to okay a replacement. Right. So if I've just said this cup of tea and now you say I'm marketing this, I can tell you no, I prefer my old cup of tea. Right. So and they paid for it. So the communication was not complete. It was not complete. Adiki, you, you, you work in a very strong industry and you have experience that spans different spec, spec, spectra of work. Let me come to you and ask 
this issue of polish over debt. I mean, some say, listen, let's face it. If we tell the issue as it is, we could all lose our jobs by tomorrow. Isn't it the case that the for every story, there are two ways you can tell it, and you are not really lying, but you can magnify the part that looks positive to the detriment of the hard truth that people, people must know. Is that not what communications people are high to do? No. I don't think that's what I'm high to do. Is that not the reality of no, out there in the media space? No, no, no. I think that um, that's what people think sometimes. It's also because if you don't hire professionals, mm. people come in and think, well, mm. public relations practices, so well, people come in and tell them what they want to hear. But that's not PR. PR is a strategic function. And if there's an issue, you need to understand what the issue is, what has caused that. Your stakeholder out there wants you to accept that there has been a- an error. So you have to admit there's been an error. You also have to tell them how you plan to resolve that, the measures you put in place, and trying to hide the truth. You know, you can ask Elaine, say, you can't hide. You can polish it. After a while, the truth will come out, and you end up probably damaging your reputation more. And if you damage your reputation, it impacts. So let's say if you, put, I mean, you produce goods and you, you don't do produce them rightly and you try to tell lies and people find out that you are not telling the truth, they're not coming back to buy your goods and you've lost that market. So it's important to come up front and tell them what the facts are. But in telling them what the facts are, also tell them what you plan or what you intend to do to correct the situation and try to rebuild relationship because once there's been, there's been falsehood or there's been a breach in confidence, people, you're going to, your reputation is going to slip. You, you're going to take a battery, but you have to let people know that honestly, apologize, and then build build up again from there. But to spin, I never really, and I always tell my team that I can tell spin 100 miles away. When somebody's lying to me, I can tell. What are the characteristics of spin? Breaking news, 7.30, right here, Jeff, <laughs> yeah, at the you. interview. What are the characteristics of spin? So that who hear it on, on the radio will know. How does it look like? Well, I think that if somebody is spinning, I mean, we all know the truth. We all know what the issue is. And then is in the that, face... Is it, is it a look on their face? That's not the, I mean, is that, is that what, I mean, we all know what the fact is. And you come and you say something which is totally different from the facts. And trying to say things that you probably know you can't do. You're, you're, you're not telling the truth. You're spinning it. And now with time, it will be obvious. Right? It is 30 minutes past the hour of 7. And if you have a question for my list, my, my, my guests for tonight, they are, the, they are the communications experts. If you have a question for them, please send it by WhatsApp to 024 024-999-000, 024-999-000. Just send it right away, and I'm going to ask them to give us some answers. But let me let me, let me me ask it straight, and, and, I, and I'll stay with you, Adiki, um, Adiki, briefly before I come to Elaine. What is the benefit to an organization of having... A professional PR person. What exactly do they bring to the table? So uh, I'll take one and first let me start off from, and I always say that within an organization you have different types of public as PR would describe or something you call stakeholders. So you have your employees. They are a critical piece of your audience or your stakeholder. Why? If you uh, you run a business, so let's take Joy for example, you run a, they run a business here, they have employees. You want people to come to work feeling like they want to give their best. And so the first thing is you want people to want to understand what is the objectives of your business. What do you want to do? So let's say we start 2015 as an organization. We enter 2015. What is the business goal? You have a, an objective for the year. You want to probably manufacture X number of products. You want to reach this place at the end of the year. Your employees need to understand where the business is going and then how the work they do ties in with that. And how are you going to tell them that you need to communicate to them what is the goal for the year 
and then what the expectations are from them. So that in terms of strategic alignment, what the communications people call, there's the line of sight. So when I'm working, I know what I'm doing, how it contributes to the business goals or the business's performance. And at regular interpoint or, I mean, points during the year to come back to your employees and tell them how the business is performing, whether we are meeting our targets. If you're not meeting our targets, what are the things that we're trying to do? Secondly, within organizations, there's always change. There are always new initiatives coming coming on. You want, you, you want your people to be aligned with those initiatives, so you do what we call change communication. Tell them, okay, why we're changing. So I'll give one instance would be the mining industry. We know the gold prices changed, so we probably started 2013 we, we saw a, a, a huge drop in the price of gold. So our forecast for the businesses had changed. We had to go back to our employees and tell them what had changed and then why it had changed and what measures were putting in place to make sure that the business stays profitable and sustainable. And you're, and, and you're saying these functions cannot be played by the CEO or by any other leader? Why should it be played by a professional? Because the professional, has, the professional has been trained to do that. The professional has been trained to communicate. That's the skills that they've acquired in school. So you, you, somebody's going to do economics and be trained on the term economic principles and all that. We have been trained in the public relations principles. It, so we, this is what we do. We help the business to communicate. We analyze strengths. We tell them how our stakeholders out there are feeling, bring that feeling or opinions back to the business. So that when the business is taking policies, they are putting in place plans, they understand the other side of it and take those decisions with those stakeholders' concerns, you know, into consideration or else you put out a product or you take a business decision you want to increase say your price of insurance and then you have your stakeholders coming back at you and saying no 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 we're not aware because they were not sufficiently engaged right so you you, you've walked right into a point i'm going to come to that point about insurance but let me let me stay the 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 communication of that price increment i'm going to come to it in a minute but let me stay with elaine on the same point about the need for a professional let me let me turn the question on its head. What are the implications when you don't have a professional, a company doesn't have a professional handling these roles? And just for recap, I think you've seen that among other functions, the PR person helps communicate the direction, the targets, the plans. They help with the review of these plans. They do change communication. That is, any changes or initiatives that the company wants to undertake, they help to break those, um, bring those pieces of information to the various stakeholders and they also go and measure the perception of external stakeholders and bring it inside to influence policy. What would happen if this these functions are being played by non-professionals? What is the implication? I think the first thing I can think of is the spinning you spoke about. Oh, so the spinning is real. <laughs> it can be real. Right. It's not that it's not done but, but as with right. anything, it's like you have quack doctors. Nobody right. trains quack doctors but they are there. Now, if you don't have a professional PR person, I can see you running around like headless chicken from time to time, if not all the time. Because if you look at the world today, globalization and all that is involved, everybody has become closer or every institution is closer to the other. Sharing of information, sharing of ideas, it's now become a daily norm. Information travels so fast now. So between your publics and yourself, you have to make sure that there's a consistent effort on your part to keep them abreast with everything you do. Because businesses are becoming more transparent, 
stock exchanges are even making demands on um, on companies to open up where previously they didn't used to. So if you don't get a professional person addressing these key issues for you, you are going to get a lot of problems. Talking, now, about, talking about stock exchange, I mean, I, there are instances and in the number of case studies I've read where one comment, one statement by by anyone, even the, the retirement of Sir Alex Ferguson, it had implications for the, 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 the share prices of Manchester United's um, stocks. When they won the Champions League, it had implications. When they, 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 they appointed a new coach, it had implications. So, when you talk about the need for a professional, at what level must that person be? Must that person be, for instance, on the board? The, I'll look at the person first. Right. Apart from academic qualifications, you are looking for people who are assertive, people right. who are able to stand up to challenge, and people who speak very well. Semantics very important when you are speaking. People who are able to play with words and make sure that communication is effective. I'm not talking about spin. I'm talking about playing with words. Ignore my smile. Uh-huh. Right. Because so I- depending on the people you are talking to, Adiki, you know, itemized the kind of publics that we have, employees and so on. Each has its own specific demands. So you must be very familiar with those expressions so that you are able to communicate well. Right. And now, what, what would you look for in a top PR person? And I'll come back to the issue of the board. I think it's critical the person has excellent writing and, and verbal communication skills. Because mm. you're going to be writing, you're writing media releases, you're writing speeches, you're doing presentations, you're putting together key messages to share with your with your audience. Again, it's the verbal communication. You, you've got to be good at that. And then, most importantly, I mean, PR comes with a lot of long hours. People think it's glamorous. I sometimes work till 10 p.m., depending on what, because you're doing multiple work, so you should be able to juggle multiple tasks. So multitasking is critical. I mean, working late hours, so if you want an 8 to 5 job, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., you're probably in the wrong profession because it's long hours. You also need to understand the current trends and issues. So each time you should be on top of issues. What are the issues going out there? How is it going to impact your business? What strategies are you put, putting in place to either prevent them or minimize its impact? Also, you have to be a, a confident speaker. So when you're mm. speaking, you need to be confident because you're going to talk to a, a, a wide range of people. You know, some people shy away from talking to people. So if you're going into that leadership role as a, a public relations com, um, professional, then you should be. You should be. You should know that you'll be dealing with a range, a wide range of people. You should be confident at each time when they call you to go out there and talk, and also be able to organize and plan. Planning is critical because I I keep talking about strategic communication. So what's the strategy? It's having a plan in place. What is the issue? How are you going to deal with that issue and make sure that you get that outcome that you are looking for? So that's great. Those are some. Of the is there a place for emotional intelligence? <laughs> Excellent. Mm. Because because the issue can come hitting you so yeah. strongly, and if you're not mm-hmm. a very intelligent person emotionally I, I can imagine that you could easily break very easily and the emotion yeah the emotional intelligence also talks about your you know you know to your point react your yeah. reaction to issues mm. so you're an media interview and you have um, a journalist asking your question and you may think that the question is a stupid question that's what you may think <laughs> but it, to his opinion he thinks that his audience they want to know that answer 
So you could go up and say, well, but that's a stupid question. Why are you asking me this kind of get angry and go off tangent? And the journalist but, but is going some, to pick some, on some, that. Some questioners deliberately push you to that point. So then you, you that's where you, you need to keep your cool and you should be even tempered. Because that wrong move. So you, you don't need a temperamental person in that role. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Right. If, if you're temperamental, you have to learn how to control your emotion. It is 40 minutes to past the hour of seven. And if you're a very temperamental listener, this is where you must listen very <laughs> intently because it means that your, your chances of being a PR guru, a communication guru, have taken a, 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 little, a bit of a beating on the show because it means that you may overreact to things that you shouldn't be overreacting to. And these are just important discussions that we are having because we want to know what it takes to have an effective communications machinery. We hear, I mean, in recent developments, we've had internal crisis in the political party. Everyone speaking, particularly in the MPP, there were cases one person speaks, another person speaks, and, and each one is speaking, and people are saying, calm down, and everybody is still talking at the same time. And, and, and similarly, in government, there have been issues that one person is on this platform speaking, and at the same time, another person is on another platform absolutely contradicting the the person but Elena, i asked you a question that we didn't get um, get around to answering at what level must the the communications or pr person sit adiki gives me an an impression of high level strategy but i'm i I am assuming that she's influenced by the role she specifically plays in newmont ghana must must the communications or pr person always be at the top management level and if so why well, I also play the same role at Ashanti Powerful, so I think we are in it, it, it probably together. Is, it probably is a mining thing. The two of you have similar backgrounds. I don't think so. If you look at the world now, you see a lot of communicators, especially in government. If you look at the American system of governance, for example, the president's spokesperson is very highly placed and I think they speak once. I've hardly heard anybody come to contradict what, unless, of course, to challenge what they are saying. But if you have two or three people saying the same thing or different things to the same issue, then, of course, you have a big problem. In so far as the structure of organizations is concerned, I believe that the PR person must have the year of the CEO. Mm. That is what justifies the placement. It's not that it's there for fun. But if you are the person collecting all this, um, doing your evaluation, right, and identifying action uh, programs to make sure that you communicate properly with the external publics, I think that the CEO must be somebody very close to the PR person, or the PR must be close to the CEO. Right. That is what justifies placement at the top. Not that we just want to be there. Right. But the strategic position of PR is such that I think the company will get the best value for money if it gets the right person and places them where they ought to be. False stats. False stats. Let's quickly pick the issue of false stats before we go, we go on the break. False stats. You mentioned the insurance 800% increment. Everybody said, wow, this is absolutely unacceptable. And then um, a few hours later after public outcry then they say oh we have redone it and then similarly clinical trials for Ebola vaccine vaccine again another big issue and then it goes out there in the public space and then suddenly they say it is withdrawn I mean is it because 
that bit of communication that Adiki referred to where you take your time and find out what the public react are you able to predict public reaction before you make such an announcement Adiki are you able to predict public reaction yes because um, typically what I'll do is um, I want to understand what's the purpose of my communication I want to understand what are the critical issues who are the people that are likely to be impacted by whatever decision I'm taking and try and put myself in my shoes and their shoes and ask if I was on that their end and I heard this how am I going to respond so it's proactively thinking of the what if and if what if happens how am I going to deal with that so people there as I, I keep talking about stakeholders there are people who the decisions that you're taking either I mean impacts them or they may have an interest in that decision that you're taking so it's critical that each time before you take um, you take decisions the people who have an interest in it or who are likely to be impacted, try and identify all of them and then de- I mean, go through the issues with them, take their opinion. And that's why I spoke about the public relations practitioner needs to identify, anticipate and interpret public opinion, attitudes and issues that might positively or negatively impact the plans of the organization. If you don't do that, that's where you, you fall into the trap. And then you have people coming back at you. It's 15 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. And if you just joined us along the way, my guest for tonight, Adiki Ofebia Itebi, she's a senior director at Newmont Africa in charge of, let me get the, the designation right. I know it's for corporate communications. <laughs> no, no, Can it's um, it? communications and external relations. This, these are the, the, the designations I don't want to miss. Communications and external relations. That's why she's talking about the measurement of the of the tempo of the external external uh, stakeholders and then bringing it into internal strategy. But Adiki, you are bringing some very interesting perspectives on strategy. Um, Kobe, talking about WhatsApp, Kobe is asking to what extent is communication the lifeblood of every organization? And then another person asking on WhatsApp, what's the role of communication in conflict resolution? And another question is, what can our, how can our markets become efficient with the availability of communication? I guess for tonight, Adiki ITV and Elaine Samkwami, we are trying to distill and understand the issues as relates to corporate communications. And we have a few more things we want to um, unravel before we bring the show to a close, but... On WhatsApp, Bismarck Kwame Asari Udro says the objective of a PR personnel is to make his or her organization look good to the audience, irrespective of the situation. And I think facts should be told, good or bad. So he's just confirming your position that you took earlier on that no matter what, the, the truth must be told. If you've been listening tonight, there's been some very interesting discussion about PR as a strategic function, not just as something that is done at the operational level and done haphazardly, and it should be done by professionals. Elaine, a quick comment on the issue of of um, Ebola. Just a minute for that. Give you had decisions. The made. Ebola clinical trial, and then also the insurance issue. You want you wanted to make a quick comment on that? Yes, comments, decisions were made and were rejected in no time. In PR, we have what we call the race formula. You have to research. An issue you have to prepare um, an action plan that speaks to the issue, then you have to communicate those programs and then you do your evaluation. You can tell from the reaction from both um, examples that there seems not have been that research carried out properly. Maybe both of them assumed 
that the public would go along with them. So your, your, you your should never make that assumption. First, research the issue. Research attitudes on a particular issue. Right. And Identify action, action plan. plan to speak to it. Right. Then you communicate, communicate to the various stakeholders. Gain understanding. And then evaluate. And then you evaluate. But right. the truth should always be the oil that lubricates the machine. The, the truth, truth if, I, if we're in Commonwealth, we say truth stands. As uh, simple as uh, that. Right. Let, let me come to you, Adiki, and ask about relationship. Is, is it important that the, the, the corporate relationship person has a good personal relationship with the CEO or in, in the political space with the flag bearer or the, or the president and why? Um, as the, um, the corporate, um, uh, corporate um, expert or the corporate communicator, your role is to help the company build um, good relationships with the stakeholders. And the CEO is the leader of the organization. So your role is to help the CEO build a good relationship or to your point if it's the flag bearer or the president build a good relationship with his constituents who um, in the case of the president will be the people of Ghana in the case of the flag bearer will be his um, the party the party members people who are likely to vote for his party so you as the PR uh, person the PR expert should understand what the issues are on the ground you should understand the various kind of stakeholders that there are or publics out there. There may be young people, there may be old people, there may be people outside. You need to understand the channels that you use. To, you should use to communicate. Now, some people will like Facebook, some people like text, some people like to, to you to phone, and some people like face-to-face meetings. Understand the messaging. So we're going out there. What are the things that you want to hear? What is it that we want them to do? What actions do we want them to take? And prepare appropriate messages and give to them. And as you communicate, understand the, their opinion, the feedback that you're getting from them. Go back again and relook at your strategy, revise your strategy, and come back again and communicate to them so that each time both parties are all on the same page. You always so it's always a kind of a, a cyclical mm. thing. But as a professional relationship, must they have a good personal relationship? And I mean, interpersonal relationship is excellent it, because if you, I, I mean, you're my boss and I don't get well on well with you, yeah. how can the two of us be communicating? You're doing a professional job. Who, who cares about how we feel? No, no, no. I don't think so because it's you know it's it's the relationship. Because if I, I feel I I understand you and I support you, then I'm willing to go the extra mile. That's why you talk about that employee engagement or engagement of that person. Elaine, that extra would you say mile. categorically that a, a, a president must fire a, a a spokesperson or a communications person that is not very well aligned with him or her personally? Oh no, I mean, pers- if you do that, I mean, you will have no team. Don't forget that it's not just the two of you; you are part of a team. But if the person doesn't get on, I'm asking a direct question. Must there be a good personal relationship between the spokesperson? I don't know what you mean by personal. Right. But there must be good relationships among all of you. I just don't get on well with this person. How are they recruited? How have they been performing? You you have your um, annual appraisals. You have your half-yearly appraisals. If they've done something not good, you should be able to tell them. It shouldn't be personal. Let's take this home. He doesn't own the business, does he? We have a minute to go. Let's take this home. Adiki? Social media, how is it affecting corporate communications? And this is the last point. You know, social media has changed the way we communicate. You know, there is, um, I mean, I was kind of, I've been doing some reading around that. And, you know, the country, the, the, I mean, globally, there's 7.22 billion phones. Out of the probably 1.7 billion are smartphones. A lot of people check, I mean, go online each day to check 
emails to go on net with social media they're always interacting with themselves on virtual platforms using facebook using twitter using linkedin so there's a whole group of people at the way we consume information is changed so it's critical that you understand how social media works be on that platform you use it as a tool i do right you do as a tool Elaine, take a zoom. your final comments in 30 seconds well my final comments are that truthful communication of an organization's intentions from planning stage to execution must be made on constant basis in order to avoid crisis shell the information and it will return to haunt you constant. i will end with hamlet this above all to thine own self be true to thy own self be true and I can be true to myself and say it is 8 o'clock so that brings us to the end of our discussion on communications and public relations and my guests have been Elaine Samkwame the president of the Institute of Public Relations and Adeki of Febia IETB who is the the senior director in charge of corporate communications and external relations I hope I got it right this time <laughs> it's a big title wonderful person Adiki, thank you so much. And of, um, um, Elaine, thank you so much for educating us tonight on public relations and corporate communication. Clarify the extent of damage. Clearly define the path to recovery and then rebuild relationships and lost confidence. If you learned nothing, this is something you can carry away. And by the way, the race formula, research an issue, come up with an action plan, communicate the plan, and then evaluate the impact. Don't go out there and make announcements and withdraw them in 24 hours. It's been an instructive session for me, and I pray it's been helpful for you as well. So we come your way again next week with a discussion about marketing and consumer or customer relations. My name is Reverend Albert Okran. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-9900. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, Always remember, you are blessed indeed. No